What does Superman call his toilet? The Super Bowl! <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to Starting Sustainability, episode 73. I'm your host, Kaylin Chenoweth. Well, it's time to catch up with Kaylin, and I'm sitting here thinking, what all have I been doing this past week? And I really can't think of very much. <laughs> it's kind of just been the same old, same old. Every day just blurs together. <laughs> My husband's been working a lot of overtime, so I'm literally just in survival mode trying to get everything done. But I will say that this past week I was able to touch into my little Susie homemaker because I know last episode I was kind of complaining how I don't get to be as sustainable as I want to be in regards to home-cooked meals. I did get to make some homemade bread, which turned out way better than it did the first time. And even the first time it turned out very tasty. It was just very dense because it didn't rise. But this time the bread rose and it was fluffy and warm and delicious. I was very, very excited about that. The other thing I've been doing for about three weeks is I interviewed a lady named Stephanie Miller, and she's going to be coming up in May, May 10th, I believe. Don't quote me on that. That might change. One of the tips she recommends to help prevent food waste is to plan a menu of your meals that you're going to eat that week, and then grocery shop within your home, your freezer, your refrigerator, your cupboards, your dry storage, your emergency supplies, your deep freeze out in the garage, shop at home first, and then go to the store and get whatever other ingredients still remain. And that's one way to control your cost, the amount of food that you buy, and definitely your food waste because you're planning on using it all up that week. We have been doing this for three weeks, and it worked very well the first week. It worked kind of sort of the second week because my husband cooked the meals out of order and I had planned them to utilize leftovers in the next meal. So when you cook them out of order, then you can't do that. And then the third week, my husband got stuck with so much overtime. (laughs) We ended up caving and getting pizza one night and we got too much because there was a special deal going on. So then we had pizza two nights in a row because of all the leftovers and that kind of screwed up cooking up the food. (laughs) So then I spent this past weekend realizing I have a whole package of chicken breasts that need to get cooked yesterday. So I cooked them all up and I found a box of stale Cheez-Its that we've had in our cupboard for 10 months. So I was finally able to use that up. (laughs) They were stale 10 months ago and I just now use them up. I basically crushed them and used them as breading on the chicken breast and I cut the chicken breast into strips. Now we had little kid finger friendly chicken strips to eat. This is very tasty, served with barbecue sauce. Fantastic. Sustainer Nation is getting creative. This past Sunday I asked, after you come home from the grocery store, what can you do with a plastic bag? I know in an ideal world, we would only use reusable bags. However, sometimes you forget the reusable bags. Sometimes you don't bring enough of them with you. Sometimes your partner refuses to use them because he's going to look like a hippie. I don't understand why that's a bad thing. But anyways, inevitably, you'll somehow accumulate these plastic sacks. And then what do you do? The number one answer that Sustainer Nation gave was to use them as trash can liners. 
In my household, we stopped buying trash bags a long time ago because we'll just reuse the plastic sacks. And it works out very well for us because we have a tall cupboard and we have a hook on the inside and we just hang the bag in there and that's where our trash goes. Our kitchen is an odd shape, so there's really not a good place for the tall kitchen trash can. Plus, we have curious little kiddos and a destructive dog who's gotten into the trash on more than 17 or so occasions. <laughs> Therefore, this little bag hung up high that is replaced often works very, very well for us. The second most common answer was to use them to clean up pet waste. And we also do this when we go on walks or use them when cleaning out your litter box. I did that for the first year that we had the cats and then I toilet trained them. <laughs> I promise life is so much easier when your cats are toilet trained. But yes, I've also used the plastic sacks to pick up pet waste. Other suggestions included using them for wet swimsuits after a day at the beach or the pool. You can use them to carry your luncheon or you can just carry it with you when you go on a neighborhood walk and pick up trash and put it in there. So hey, <laughs> still using it as a trash bag, but now it's like a mobile trash bag. Other really cool suggestions are that you can weave a basket with the strips of plastic or weave a sleeping mat for the homeless. Very sweet. Now, let's talk about the bathroom. I understand that I did this a long time ago back in episode three, but a lot has changed between then and now, and I've learned a lot between then and now. At this point, many of you already have incorporated many of these items that I'm about to discuss into your lifestyle, and that is wonderful. High five, congratulations. Continue to listen and find a couple of new products to try. And if you are brand new to trying to be sustainable, don't be overwhelmed. Just pick two items that pique your interest and give them a try first. Once you have that mastered, come back and pick two more. I'm just going to start at the top of the list of a whole bunch of bathroom items and go down one by one, naming the item and the sustainable switch that you can make. First up is your toothbrush. That is very simple and cheap to switch to a bamboo toothbrush. But if you're like me and have receding gum lines and must use an electric toothbrush, then get a rechargeable one and not a battery operated one to save on wasting batteries. You can also compensate in other areas like having your spouse or kids use a bamboo toothbrush. If you've never heard of bamboo toothbrushes, they're awesome. It's basically a toothbrush made out of bamboo and it is 100% compostable. That's why it's zero waste. It can break down. You can put it in your own compost bin or you can do like I do and just put it in your backyard campfire for kindling. What happens when you go to the dentist and they give you a free plastic toothbrush? Well, you can either say no thank you, but it is really hard to turn down a free gift. <laughs> so if you do accept it, then go ahead and donate it to homeless shelters. They need hygiene products. You can donate the toothbrush, floss, toothpaste, as well as the little bottles of shampoo and conditioner that you get from hotels. If you're going to be collecting these little tiny hygiene items that produce waste and trash, then do good with them and help those in need. Next up on the list is shampoo and conditioner bars. I have tried the Sweet and Sassy Sunkissed Fragrance, Ethic, and Kitsch. These are the three brands that I have tried. And there are so many, many more options. But of the three that I have tried, I can tell you Sweet and Sassy was my absolute favorite, made my hair super duper soft, and the fragrance lasted through the entire bar. Ethic is still good. The fragrance just isn't very strong, and I don't think my hair is as soft 
but it's still good. And kitsch, I didn't even try because I got it in the pack. <laughs> I got the package in the mail and the fragrance was so ridiculously strong. It was choking me and my family out. <laughs> and it didn't even make it into the bathroom. I just immediately went to the computer and printed off a return label and sent it back and got my money back. If the concept of using a bar on your hair is weird to you, there are alternative options. Plain Products is a great refilling program using reusable aluminum bottles. And I do have a promo code START, S-T-A-R-T, and that will get you a 20% discount on your first purchase. I am an affiliate, and that's because I got their product, I tried it, I loved it, and then I said I want to give my audience a discount. And so they gave me a discount code, and I will get a little bit of money for that. That's part of being an affiliate. I honestly love this product, and that's why I took the extra step to get you a discount because I want you to love it as well. Their products can be a little pricey, which is why that discount code is there. And if you aren't comfortable trying something new at the price that they offer, then check out their travel sample set. It's only $20 and you get shampoo, conditioner, body wash, and lotion. Do I love the plain products stuff more than the sweet and sassy shampoo bars? Yes. <laughs> I love them both. I absolutely love them both. But plain products was the best that my hair has ever looked. <laughs> When it comes to body wash, you can just get a regular bar of soap. There are hundreds of options. So many options. <laughs> Some people don't really like bar body wash, and that's because it'll make your skin feel dried out. At least that's my husband's number one complaint, and that's okay. He has tried a brand called Dr. Squatch. Think of Sasquatch, like the Yeti. He uses Dr. Squatch, and he really likes them. The soap is phenomenal. It smells really good. His skin is really soft and hydrated. I was not able to get a promo code through them, although I really did try. All of the fragrances smell really, really good, with the exception of Spearmint, and I don't know why, but that one smelled like pickles, and that's not what I find attractive on my husband. <laughs> but all the other ones smelled really, really good. When it comes to shaving cream, there are a lot of different options. You can just use regular soap. You can also buy a special shaving bar. I have used leftover conditioner because once I made the switch to the bar soap, I found back in my closet another bottle of conditioner. A long time ago, I used to be a coupon person, as in I would get a whole bunch of stuff for really, really cheap because I had a whole bunch of coupons and I just accumulated massive amounts of stuff. And it was okay because it was just my husband and I in a two-bedroom rental house. <laughs> so we had space to store it all. <laughs> Since then, it's been almost three years and we are still working our way through that stuff. <laughs> and once we use it up, then we get the sustainable version. But anyways, I found another bottle of hair conditioner. So I've been using that to put on my legs and shave my legs. That also works. And another sustainable option would be the Norwex body cloth. When I interviewed Katie Ellistad, she explained that when you shave your legs, the reason that you get razor burn is because you get cuts and nicks and then the bacteria gets in there. So if you wash your legs first with this body cloth, and it's literally just a microfiber cloth. You don't have to put any soap or anything on it. You just do the body cloth on your legs and then use the razor and water. You're good to go. I've tried it. I have the body cloth at home. I tried it. It does work. I like it. I feel that the razor will glide along your skin a lot better if you have soap or conditioner, but you can still get the job done and you won't be hacking the daylights out of your legs. No. The other part that goes hand in hand with shaving cream would be the razor. Stainless steel safety razors. 
There are all sorts of different options, all sorts of prices. I tried two different safety razors and did not like either one of them. I even YouTubed videos on how to shave your leg with the safety razor because there is a new technique compared to the plastic disposable whatever ones. I have found the Leaf Razor is a stainless steel safety razor and it is triple blade. So you can use it just like a regular razor, same technique and everything. And it is amazingly sharp. (laughs) It will glide right over your legs perfectly. The brand new razor blades are just very, very sharp. And the first time that I use it, I nicked myself a few times. So I kind of had to learn to not push so hard and to be very gentle. (laughs) So I just had to kind of learn how to hold it properly. It's like driving a car. You know, you know your car very well, but then when you use somebody else's car, you're suddenly a much more heightened alert on how to drive the vehicle because it's not yours. You're not familiar with it. It's the same thing with the safety razor. Now, I still haven't found a manly triple blade safety razor for my husband, and he has gone through two different safety razors. Didn't like either one of them. I'm trying to get him a triple blade one, and for some reason in his mind, the leaf one is too girly even though it comes in black and chrome and other manly colors. (laughs) That's just his personality. Oh yeah, and I forgot to mention that with the stainless steel safety razor, so you keep the razor, you only have to change out the blades. First of all, the blades are ridiculously cheap. So, so cheap compared to the disposable plastic razors. The blades are very, very cheap. And at least with the LEAF program, they'll send you a little metal tin that you put your used blades in. That way you can then send it to a recycling facility and it is safe for the handlers at the recycling facility. Okay, once you're out of the shower and you're nice and clean, you need to put deodorant on. There is sustainable deodorant. However, it's usually all natural and vegan and cruelty-free and it works the first time you put it on. (laughs) When you do a second or third application, it doesn't work as well. (laughs) That's what I have found. So the the zero waste deodorant that comes in a cute little glass jar, I've tried a couple couple different brands and it will work the first time as long as I'm in a temperature controlled environment. But the moment that it is summertime or I'm down in Texas or doing a workout and elevate my body heat, it doesn't work as well. (laughs) Right now, I'm kind of doing a hybrid blend of as soon as I get out of the shower, I'll put on the zero waste deodorant. And then that night or the next day, sorry guys, I just can't shower every day. I just, there's not enough time. I'm lazy. I'm gross. I don't care. Whatever the excuse is. You're really not supposed to be showering every day. It's not good for your skin. It's not good for your hair. But anyways, (laughs) my point is I'll put on the all natural zero waste deodorant. And then after that, I will get the good stuff that has aluminum in it to each their own on the viewpoints of aluminum. I don't have any negative effects with it. All I know is that the aluminum works and it makes it so that I continue to smell good. Lotion. Immediately out of the shower, my skin is super dry. I already have ridiculously dry skin and then out of the shower, it is really, really dry. There are a handful of different options. I have tried coconut oil and just putting that on. All it did was just give me like a greasy layer, but it did not actually hydrate my skin. That one didn't work for me. There is a Nivea brand of lotion and it does come in a tin. I know my niece Amanda uses it and enjoys that. However, when I tried Nivea, it also did not hydrate my skin very well. Therefore, I kept looking. 
Plain Products does have a lotion and I absolutely love it. Again, it's the refill system. That one is very smooth. It goes on my skin. I can feel the hydration come in and it smells really good. So <laughs> I know I'm kind of tooting my horn quite a bit about Plain Products, but I really do like their stuff. I mentioned earlier that I conducted an interview with Stephanie Miller and in her interview, I learned about a program called Loop from her. Now, TerraCycle, if you've heard of them, that's the parent company of Loop. With Loop, you can purchase products that you want or need, and they are your recognizable name brand items, but they will come in a reusable container. So the link will be in the show notes, and you can check out the Loop store and find some items and purchase them. They'll come in a reusable container. You use them up, and then my understanding is then you put it in a special Loop tote because that's how they reduce waste on packaging. And then you schedule a pickup and they will come and pick it up off of your doorstep for free. Double check, make sure that loop is in your area. That's something that is on my to-do list that I have not done yet. (laughs) Maybe I'll get to it this weekend. Oh no, this weekend is Easter weekend. So maybe I'll get to it next weekend or the following weekend after that. Eventually it's going to get done. (laughs) Ladies, 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 ladies. As in, if you're a guy, plug your ears or fast forward 20 whole seconds. Ladies, when it comes to your monthly personal products, you can easily replace these with reusable cloth pads. Yes, the cloth on them is an antimicrobial. It's called OBV, Organic Bamboo Velour, and it's antimicrobial. That's the cloth on there. So you don't have to worry about yeast infections as much. (laughs) And you also don't have to worry about the stench. You can also get period underwear, which is basically the cloth pad sewn into your undergarment. Or you can utilize the menstrual cup, which is what I use, and it's fantastic. I do the menstrual cup, and then I usually have a very thin liner cloth pad underneath just in case I'm held up and can't get to the bathroom in time to change it out. I won't go into a whole lot of detail because I don't want to gross out any guys who didn't heed my advice and are still listening or have tuned back in at this point. But I do encourage you to check out episode five for much more detailed information in regards to the lady products. Toilet paper, pretty key item in the realms of the bathroom. Who gives a crap toilet paper is made from bamboo comes wrapped in beautifully decorated paper, and is delivered to your doorstep. I do not have a discount code for them. I really tried, but they're not offering that. (laughs) There are some other bamboo-based toilet paper companies who do the exact same thing. I've only heard, I've just heard of a lot of good things about who gives a crap. There are other ones, I just don't know them that well to to say anything. So if you've tried other brands and you really like them, go ahead and speak up and let us know, give me feedback, and I'll share it with the rest of Sustainer Nation. Now, if you're a little bit more hardcore in reducing your waste and saving money, then I encourage you to try a bidet sprayer and cloth wipes. There are different kinds of sprayers. There's a sprayer for diapers. It's going to look very much like your kitchen sink attachment sprayer, except for it's attached to the clean water line of your toilet, and you can use that to spray out cloth diapers or anything else that needs to get sprayed out. There's also a handheld squeeze bottle. Ladies, after you give birth, this is what the hospital gives you to rinse yourself and I have two now because I have two kids. (laughs) That's what I use. I just use the handheld bottle. I turn on the water in the sink and I wait till it gets warm, fill that up and spray myself down because the sprayer for the diapers is incredibly powerful and it is ice cold water. So it really doesn't feel that good. The handheld bottle is a little bit more friendly. 
And then there is a temperature-controlled bidet sprayer that attaches to your toilet. And you can select hot-cold. You can adjust where it aims. That way you can do the back side, the front side. You can have a woman function, if you know what I mean. I, however, have two little kids. <laughs> and when potty training, they're definitely going to play with that and make a big mess. And the temperature-controlled bidet sprayers are a little bit more pricey. And I don't feel like having my kids play with it break it, and shoot water all over the bathroom. So I'm going to continue with the handheld squeeze bottle just a little bit longer until all my kids are fully potty trained and know better. <laughs> but no matter which version of the bidet sprayer you use, when you are done, that is when you simply pat yourself dry with cloth wipes. And these can be the special fancy cloth wipes. You can also just get washcloths or cut up old towels and use those. You're not wiping anything gross because the sprayer has already removed all of the gross stuff. Now you're just patting yourself dry like you would right out of the shower. I do encourage a basket or a wet bag, which is a specialty bag that has a liner in it that you can put wet items in. And that's what you're going to use to store your cloths until you have collected enough to go wash them in the washing machine. When it comes to makeup removers, instead of using the little cotton rounds that you throw away, you can get reusable little cloth wipes. You can get them in squares or circles, whatever shape you want. I absolutely love them because you can use the same one over and over. The squares have a beautiful little corner to get right into the crease of your eye. I think they're fantastic. I do not recommend a light color like white or really light peach because the makeup will stain. So I do recommend a darker color, <laughs> like a dark purple, dark blue, burgundy, whatever. Then the makeup won't be ruining it. You won't be able to see the makeup stains on it. Another option is a makeup eraser. Two of my friends have these and use them and love them. I've never used one and that's because I have the cloth wipes instead. But also check out the makeup eraser. Tissues and Kleenex, you gotta blow your nose. That one's pretty simple, get a handkerchief. The end. <laughs> sunscreen, you can get a zinc sunscreen in a tin. And I definitely recommend looking for a coral reef safe sunscreen if you're going to an ocean beach. Oh, I spoke about the toothbrush earlier, but I forgot the other part of that, toothpaste. There are tabs and I have not tried these because like I said, back in the day I was a couponer and I stocked up on a crap ton of toothpaste. <laughs> And we are still working our way through it. And honestly, I've not really heard a lot of super wonderful great things about the toothpaste tabs. Mostly that they work and they get the job done, but nobody's like, oh yeah, gung-ho, all about it. However, do remember there is still the Oral-B recycling program. Again, I'll have the link in the show notes. And you can put, you can use it to recycle your toothpaste tubes and your plastic toothbrushes if you still have some of those on hand and haven't made your switch over to the bamboo toothbrushes yet. And they will take all brands of oral care items. So it can be Oral-B, Colgate, any of them. It will, they'll take all of them and, and recycle them. And after you brush your teeth, you have to floss. You can get a silk floss, so that won't be vegan, but it also won't be plastic. Or you can get a mulberry silk floss. So now it is vegan and not plastic, and it comes in a little glass jar. Dental Lace is the brand that I use. I absolutely like it. That's the winner. I tried a handful of other sustainable flossing things, <laughs> products. They did not work. This is the way to go. Dental lace. That one worked very well. I've been using it for over a year now at this point, And I think it's the floss has only ever broken on me while flossing maybe twice. 
So still a very, very good stand-up product. Q-tips. Just get the ones that have a cardboard center instead of the plastic center. Although I have also learned about a reusable Q-tip. Haven't used it, but... <laughs> but I just learned about it. And another thing called the Makaki stick. That is M-A-K-A-K-I. Makaki stick. And it's a little wooden stick with a slight scoop hook on the end. And you can put it in your ear and scoop out the earwax. I don't know if any audiologist would be on board with that because you don't want to go too far into your ear. Even even now they say not to really use Q-tips in your ear. But sometimes water is stuck in there and you got to get it out. Loofahs. When you're in the shower soaping all up, you can use a loofah. So a loofah sponge can be grown in your home garden. I have started growing these. I have little tiny sprouts right now inside. When the weather gets warmer more consistently, then I'll put them outside and try it. But growing a loofah is definitely more successful if you live in a warmer climate area. So for me, it's a little bit harder. (laughs) But the loofah is actually a vegetable. It's a type of gourd specifically. When it grows... When the flowers turn into the vegetable, it actually looks like a very large zucchini. And you can even eat it. (laughs) And it's going to look and taste like a summer squash. And it's very, very commonly eaten in salads and other dishes around the world. Once the vegetable develops, you basically just leave it there until it completely dries out. (laughs) And then you can harvest it and remove the outer layer. And on the inside, you'll have all that fibrous material and your own loofah. And then you can just cut it down to whatever thickness and size and shape you want to use in the bathroom. And after a month or so, you get another one. So one large loofah would probably be about 12 to 18 inches. So if you cut yourself a three to four inch size loofah, you can get a whole bunch. You can get enough to last you for the year. If growing your own loofah is a little bit too much for you, which I completely get and understand, I'm just being outlandishly crazy on this adventure, (laughs) knowing that all odds are against me at this point, then there are other things that you can do. You can get an all-natural sponge. You can just use a normal washcloth. You don't have to get the plastic loofahs. You can just get a normal washcloth, or like I said, you can do the Norwex body cloth. There are so many other options out there. That's the end of my very long list. (laughs) You made it. Good job. In a previous episode, I claimed I was able to transition my bathroom to zero waste. And honestly, that was a little silly of me because after that, I realized I was very wrong. Although I have transitioned a majority of my bathroom, I did a trash can audit on my bathroom trash. And if you don't know what that is, that's basically when you go through all of the contents in your trash can to see what you are throwing away and to help you understand where to make changes. So I did the bathroom trash can audit and I found that I still need zero waste options for face wash, face lotion, hairspray, which I really don't use all that often. I've had the same bottle of hairspray for over five years, but still will need a zero waste option for some point in time in the future. And I'm sure other listeners would also like to know where they can get zero waste hairspray. And the really tough one is medication, like eye drops, medicines, supplements, multivitamins, Tylenol, all that stuff. And the last part is little kids toothpaste, like training toothpaste. And I'd really like to be able to find zero waste electric toothbrush heads. I have not been able to find any bamboo toothbrush heads that would go on an electric toothbrush. 
And then again, the other last remaining item would be the Manly Triple Blade Safety Razor for my husband. <laughs> I do want to share a tip with you because this is a lesson that I had to learn the hard way. When you start transitioning from single-use plastics to compostable products, put in a second little mini trash container and label it the compost bin. All of your paper, cardboard, compostable floss, bamboo toothbrushes, everything will all go in there. Then you can just add it straight to the compost bin. I, however, was not smart enough to do that and kept thinking I had to transition the entire bathroom before I could put in the compost bin. And now I have all these products that are compostable going into the trash. And that's what forced me to do a trash can audit because I had to sort out which items were compostable and which ones had to go into the trash. So put in a second bin and save yourself the headache. Then when you do the trash can audit, it will take you literally half the time. <laughs> and if you're getting all of these compostable products and you don't have compost, that's okay. Now's a really great time to start figuring it out. You don't have to do the compost in your backyard. That's probably one of the more challenging ways to do compost. The easiest way is to find somebody else to do your compost, whether that's in the form of curbside pickup or a drop-off location or make friends with somebody who does compost and just add to their pile. Please do reach out to me, especially if I forgot any major items, which I'm sure I did because there are hundreds, if not thousands, of bathroom products out there. I was just going through basically the ones that I use. <laughs> and the really common ones that most people would be able to relate to. How do you get a hold of me? Very easy. So many options. You can email me at kaylin, K-A-Y-L-I-N, at startingsustainability.com. You can go to the Facebook group, Starting Sustainability. You can send me a private message through that. Or you could even go to Instagram, starting underscore sustainability. Lots and lots of options for you to communicate. That is all for today's episode. But what about next week's? Next week, we're going to learn about producing invisible trash. Yeah, did you even know that invisible trash was a thing? That's right. Not only do we have physical trash that we can touch and see, but we have invisible trash that we need to get under control too. Join in next week to learn all about it. Until then, I want everybody to continue to stay sustainable. And I will talk to you all again next week. Have a great one. Bye.